0: Welcome to D&D Journey of the 5th Edition. Join our various gaming groups as we play the 5th Edition of Dungeons and & Dragons. And maybe just hang out and chat about gaming in general. Sit back and enjoy the show.
1: this is kelly aka trixie from ragnarok and roll sign to ragnarok story and tilda wimblewick from DD journey of the fifth edition first off i would just like to say thank you to everyone for listening to our varied adventures as well as for rating us on itunes and rpgpodcast.com if you haven't rated us yet we would greatly appreciate it if you could and if you're looking for more ways to support our efforts we are now on patreon a great site where you can help us continue making more podcasts, as well as some special surprises for our patrons. If you can, please look us up at www.patreon.com slash cppn. Every little bit helps. And again, thank you for listening.
2: There we go. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay, so we all ready? I guess so. Since you guys are taking on your rivals by going to their side of town, all gutsy and shit, I like it.
1: Well, well, uh, we could do this. Are we going in for like a full frontal thing, or are we going to be a little more?
2: Uh... I was hearing the you're walking down the street like the you know West Side Story, snapping your fingers, gonna wipe <laughs> these guys out. Is what I was ta- I was taking.
3: Well, we'll probably start by taking out from a distance, you know, to the you know, on, sentries and that kind of stuff. I mean, you got to scope I, out the scene first.
2: I, I do re- recall that uh, Mia sent your your Thank meeting you. to scout the place out first.
4: Yes. And do we want to try to, like, start a fire and have it come out? Wow. So, uh... You wanted, uh
3: Catch the city on fire?
2: Uh, allow me to no, no, give you, you a know. little intel that your your minion squad was able to bring you. And by uh, intel, I totally mean I'm gonna show you the map since your minions totally got you intel. But let me hide some things real quick. <laughs>
3: I forget what we're working to do. What exactly?
4: Uh, wipe out your rivals. Okay. They made Gargosh mad. He wanted us to burn the place down. I remember that last time. That's why I suggested it.
2: And apparently my role yeah. was And right. they,
4: tried to, they tried to kill Derek too but they did something that made Gargosh really mad. I can't remember oh. what but he was like we're gonna I was like well will retaliate. He was like, no, we're going to burn it to the ground. And I was like, oh, I love that. Yeah, that too.
3: Hopefully that whole facility is not, uh, or area is not what we're after.
2: <laughs> well, that's just their side of town. You know how you got your side of town and you know, yeah, yeah. friendlies. And apparently Roll20 crashed, but still saying loading. It should not be taking
4: that long to load. I thought all sides of town were our town.
2: they are when you play things right
3: I mean we see the map
4: okay we don't want to recruit Rory in this do we so Jim has to play a character
2: (sighs) well thankfully with your sneaky sneaky stealth squad they did find you an informant too that you can uh, talk to oh nice I'm like, hope World 20 is not going to make me have to reboot again. That sucks. I was doing. Did Callus get a
4: last name recently? Did who get a last name? Callus, was that always there before? And I just should not notice it. My last name? No, Callus. Oh, Callus.
3: Yeah, no, I've always had a last name. Oh, I didn't say it before. Wow, I'm hurt. <laughs> <laughs> that much attention Timmy.
1: <laughs> yeah. well, well, you're you're
4: to so...
3: me. Hmm, well, what am I missing? I thought there was some editables somewhere.
4: Okay. These are like the serpents or something, right?
2: The uh, shark scale shiv. Oh,
4: yeah.
2: Wasn't even close. Oh, that's right. So let me reboot real quick, because my Roll20 keeps saying loading and it's not pulling up the lobby.
3: Oh, well. That could be a problem.
2: That could definitely be a problem. I'm glad you guys can see the map, because as soon as I flipped to let you guys see the map, Roll20 just crashed. So oh, wow. Well. probably doing something stupid, stupid. Let me reboot, and I'll be right back.
4: I'm that. more than happy to let them, you know, live once they uh, have vacated. Holy goodness, I just saw this whole map.
3: Just kidding. It's as yeah, well, big. I say...
2: As I am I back, say... and I can see the map, too.
3: Nice.
4: I'm on one little screen, so like having everything open, everything's small, and I was like, that's not bad. It's like three buildings.
3: Oh. Yeah, yeah. no.
4: We're gaming. Alice, you got this. You can just scope the whole thing to put you on the tallest building. (laughs) Is that a tree that is cool looking?
2: Sorry, I didn't catch that. What was that?
4: Is that a tree with like a treasure chest on top of it? And like a fire pit in front of it?
2: Down at the south, it's a cut down, hollowed out tree. That conveniently, with your intelligence that you're provided, that is their main hangout down at the south there. Uh. I
4: want this tree. I want. Can we just take over their entire base?
2: You could totally take over their base. So, what your intelligence has garnered you from the kids that this here. Drinking Establishment is their main hangout. To the north here where the map goes white, that's actually a canal. So don't get knocked into the nasty canal. Ew. <laughs> I mean, just in case, you know, somebody wanted a boat to come by with guns, I, I figured I'd throw a canal up there at the north. So nor- everything north of here is the canal. So don't, don't fall off the very barely kept canal wall.
4: But this giant tree
2: is a bar? No, no. At the bottom, that's their base. That's their, that's their headquarters down at the tree.
4: I want it. So you yeah, know
2: that, sure. they, that the boss, the, the, the shark tooth herself, is down here. But if you scroll to the top of the map, where conveniently you guys are at the street there, this is where most of the thugs hang out. Basically, drinking, shooting the shit, doing what you guys pretty much do at your base.
4: So, are we going after the head or
1: alchemical work? What's that? We do productive alchemical experimentation and such.
4: We don't just like. (laughs) Lolly gag. <laughs> do we want to kill their leader and take over the gang
3: can <coughs> we do that Pardon me. yeah we could
4: and double our size
3: and I guess wanna... I can
4: change the treehouse into a bar
2: <laughs> <laughs> well as you can see the further south you get the scummier the neighborhood gets but you know that's just me <laughs> And, of course, you know, these buildings have little shantytown rooftops and stuff. They're not just open buildings. But uh, the drinking establishment, this area is open. And this area is open. But the rest actually have doors that you need to open to get into places. So your intelligence group has totally told you this is what the layout looks like, as well as the the younger members of the gang can draw in, you know out for you. And they totally, because they're really competent guys, found this uh, little old lady uh, Chati. It's uh, she she basically is willing to give you guys information for a uh, couple coins.
4: Okay.
2: So she is totally willing to talk to y'all on the sly in that side of town. That that's totally her little token right there. If in the imaginable perceivable future you guys come walking right down the street. So, uh, speaking of how you're going to uh, infiltrate here, what time of day what time of tactics what what is your plan here <laughs> i mean i know boom howler is <laughs> scared because some of the members recognized who he was and that's kind of why he wants to wipe the group out i'm sure he would be okay with the. Uh, Theo, using some of her new alchemical concoctions, you, by the way, you'll totally notice on your character sheet, I put some of your items on your weapons, so that way it's easier for you ah, to just one click.
1: that. Uh, thank you.
2: Because you totally have that, uh, the, the fire grenade doesn't technically start fires, though I'm sure if you throw it at something really flammable, it'll catch. But you do have your, uh, what was it? The uh, the uh, vitrolic fire is yes. a the- tiny little vial that almost guarantees to catch fire.
3: <laughs> so I'm assuming the only way in is off the top there.
2: What you
4: mean? Oh, there I am.
3: Into this complex.
2: Uh, yeah, you'd, you'd have to take either this side street from the east or where you're coming from, which would naturally be the west.
3: Okay, if but you're coming to your from territory. the sides below. Okay.
2: Do yeah, we want, below, like, super late at night? Below is, like, well, out lookout. There's lookouts in the buildings that would see if you're coming through the buildings, stuff like that.
3: Right, and the active time when most people are away from out doing business?
2: Uh, usually that would be in the, the, the early evening, you know, when the sun has still got some glow on the horizon, when most thieves are getting ready to go do their business.
3: Okay. Um, uh, that would be my suggestion. Do we
1: know what the main, uh, um, Composition of their group is uh, racially speaking.
2: <laughs> uh, racially speaking, it's kind of a mix, but it's mostly humans.
1: Mostly humans.
2: So they probably can't see at
1: night real well. Uh huh. So theoretically, if we did a uh, evening,
4: they might be drunk.
3: Well, he was up. saying, that he was just saying that at the start of the evening, and that's when a bunch of them are out, heading out and doing their evening beaming oh, stuff.
4: Yep. I'm saying like two or three in the morning once they're done and they've gone and drank their winnings.
3: Then that's uh, more numbers to fight.
4: Whatever you want.
3: Yeah hit them while there's the less people there
4: you're the sneaky one i just
1: less obvious too i suspect
3: i guess so so yeah so start of evening basically right you're saying
2: so yeah like the six o'clock time when there's still a little light in the sky the troll mariachi band starts. I mean, we know Boom Haller is probably the leader of a troll mariachi band.
4: He's critiquing them <laughs> the whole time. They're not doing it right. You need bigger hats. <laughs>
2: bigger hats. Troll size hats.
4: Okay, so we're going to go down this street where we've already met with the, the old lady, and we know what we're doing?
2: Uh, Nope, nope, not yet. That's why I was asking what your plans are. So we're going to role play
3: that shit. Yeah, I mean, if there's a contact, we'll come in from that side, and we'll casually chat with her, whoever does the chatty chatty, and then uh, assess what we got sitting out here.
2: Okay, so... What I'm going to guess
4: that's going to be Theo, unless you want me to make her cry.
2: So <laughs> what time there. of day is it, is the question, because I need to move some things around, possibly. What, what? So what time of day are you making your your, your rush down the street?
3: Well, if they're heading out 6-ish, would probably wait until they're out of waves, and it's a little bit darker, so 7-ish, 7.30, when it's, you know, getting dark.
2: Okay. And uh, are you guys concealing your affiliation, or are you walking down the street wearing your gang colors? I mean, you are a gang after all.
3: Uh, We're a family.
2: Okay, so no disguises, nothing like that?
3: (laughs) No, no. We'll have the markings covered, at least until we get into the business.
1: Yeah, I think that's a good idea.
3: Yeah.
4: Okay, I will do the best I can for Gunny and I. I think we stand out, but I will try.
2: As Mia grabs a handful of grease and just smears (laughs) it over the elbow.
3: Yeah, I mean, that's easy enough. You know, just don't need people going, oh, hey, they must be heading there for a gang war. It's like, you know, just casual. And then once we are inside assaulting, you know, if we then display our stuff, that's okay. Okay. Then they know who they're...
2: 8 you'll be there, and uh, you sure. guys can be disguised. Someone give me a uh, deception check for that disguise there.
3: Um, see, deception. How you guys cover yourselves up? I'm plus four, so uh, somebody's got better.
4: I don't.
1: I'm only plus three, so.
3: Okay. As a media,
1: Callis critiquing everything.
4: Like, We're on a date if you want, and Jenny can be with us, and Callis can be our manservant following behind. <laughs> like. <laughs>
2: Let's just offer Poor Callus getting delegated to the staff again. <laughs> so, so 15, you yeah, guys right. really, really think that uh, Callus gives you guys the once over to make sure, you know, all your affiliations are covered up. You're pretty secure in thinking that uh, you're incognito. You know the hoods are pulled up. You guys are walking down the streets. You know the gondola boats are doing their business, going, you know, getting people moved around. Businesses are are closing their shops as you guys are heading down there, and you guys are all getting all pumped up and ready, because you know this is gang war time. <laughs> and uh, you guys, you know, you see one of your your little, you know, kids waves you over to the alleyway, not too too far off this map here. As you know uh kid weighs you over, and in the alleyways, this is this older human gal, she looks you know hard, hard late fifties, you know the the weathered skin the the gray thinning hairs she's all hunched over wearing her you know hood, trying to you know keep her hands warm at a little fire bucket that's back in the alleyway, and the your your little uh the little thief kid waves you over to her that this is, this is, this is Chati. And Chati immediately, like, pulls her hood back. And you see she's wearing, uh, she's wearing serviceable but very, very old-looking leather garb that, that, yes, would equate to leather armor. But uh, okay. everybody's armed and armored in this town. Right. As she just kind of walks over to you and she kind of, like, you know, does a little... Little trippy stumble on the way out there. Obviously, she's got one bad leg, it looks like. Just, uh, she just looks at your little group as you come down the alleyway. Who who seems to be in the lead here?
3: Uh, I guess I can talk to her.
2: As she comes up, and give her a nod. She nods back to you and says, That's uh, a that mighty big gun you got there. You look like
1: you're
2: out for trouble.
3: It gets the job done.
2: So, uh, maybe the the ch- children, ye, here say that you want to know some information. What can I, what can I tell you? As she scratches her chin and then does the oh so typical palm out as she rubs her palm that she's putting out there for coin, not so yeah. subtle.
3: So- I'll drop her uh, two coin.
2: Okay, what kind of coin? Two gold. Oh, ooh, the right good me. stuff. I As Im- immediately she kind of you know closes her palm and kind of you know pu- puts her hand to her chin to conceal what she handed her, and you totally swear for a second there she did the bite the coin to check it thing. <laughs> As you know, she kind of like drops the coins down, down her blouse under her, her little, you know, leather chest piece as she just says, uh, so what can I tell you about uh, our our scaly friend?
3: Um, so, yeah, we're looking for some insights um, on the insides, um, you know, any what, what might be expected be found there, especially with uh, their illustrious leader.
2: Well, well, usually uh, this, 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 and she kind of like looks up at the the cloudy, parting, starry sky. And she says, "This time of night, most of the uh, younger members of the the scales will be out doing business." But uh, and she totally points over here to this drinking establishment and says. Normally, a small group of the the toughs will be at the uh, drinking house that they run there, with a few of their groups scattered about in the neighborhood. But uh, nothing, and she she totally steps forward and like you know tries to do one finger touch to your rifle if you don't flinch. Nothing, nothing. A group of hardcore toughs like you guys could take care of. Now I I I will warn you there there is a constable not uh, too far away if you if you kind of deception check. check
4: I don't feel like this lady is honest at all can I can I do a deception check that uh, uh, insight that check would, whatever it is that
2: would be an insight yeah can
4: can I do that
2: sure. As all of a mm-hmm. sudden, me is obviously giving her the eyeball while callus is talking to her, all right as um with with your insight check, uh what she's telling you sounds legit, but her feebleness seems to be a bit of a come on
3: yeah, I figured that one
2: as she basically points out that uh over here is uh, one of the shops and in that shop usually the local constable hangs out there so you may want to uh chat yep that shop talk to the constable first to see if he'll look the other way if you're going to start any trouble and of in course other words, you guys know the watch you know it, it makes sense right. that there's a watch guy you know in the neighborhood you know it's it's Kind of his job, and I'm sure he's corrupt as hell, and I'm sure he gets paid off by the shark scales. But uh, he he would be there probably with one or two of the watch members. Easily paid off, if you know what I mean. And, uh, of course, you know, as Mia's looking at her, what she's saying sounds legit. But again, it's it's kind of got Mia on edge because her feebleness is definitely an act. It's like, oh yeah, I, yeah. See, I see what you're playing off here, little old lady. <laughs> Mainly because that, le- that leather garb makes Mia worry that she's actually wearing armor. But then again, it's five fingers. Almost everybody's wearing armor.
3: Yeah.
4: Even the me- even That's the cabbage hard.
2: merchant's wearing armor. As uh, she then goes to say that there, 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 might be anywhere from six to ten of them over at the drinking house, but, but, but again,
1: compared to what to drinking house
4: again, please.
2: Uh, that is this the, guy with the chairs,
3: tables.
1: Oh, okay, because I, I, my map was scrolled down at near because I was looking at the tree. Uh, it is when you pointed dream. it out the first time.
2: Yeah, but as it's a cool she, map. as she she points out that uh, most of the, the 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 shanties here belong to hardworking folks that are forced to pay the the shark scale shivs to to live here in safety. And she kind of gives this <laughs> thing for the safety. But uh, most most of them stay around the drinking house or have shanties around the drinking house. But uh, you'll this time of night you'll find uh, Delilah. She's she's the the leader of the Shark Scales currently. She she recently took them over. She'll be Diff. at what they call the stump. And that's further and you told definitely, me. No. Definitely. You totally know what she's referring to as the the tree in there that uh, right. she, she's always back there with a few of her retainers <laughs> usually her most loyal members, at least until she makes one of them take a bullet for her <laughs>
3: mm. Not surprising
2: <laughs> makes them.
3: any uh any of her companions that we should be concerned about
2: ah she she totally like you know looks around to make sure she's not being listened in on as she she just says if if you plan to start shooting up the place, you may draw more attention than you want because around nine bells the watch boat will come down the canal so you may want to be careful for that and they'll just uh pick up the extra watch members at the uh the shop there they'll, they'll, normally if they do what they normally do they'll put up and put out a plank and uh the the watch will, will board the plank and leave for the end of their shift But, uh, you may want to keep an eye out, and she totally does the shifty, shifty look. You may want to keep an eye out for Delilah's sister. I heard, uh, of all the, uh, Lie- lieutenants. She's the wickedest with a blade. And what's her name? Oh, her name. Her name is, and she, she totally gives a quick look around. Make sure nobody's listening. And obviously she's too enamored by Callus and his gun. (laughs) As uh, she says, what a big gun you
3: have. Have that effect.
4: (laughs) I thought I was the only one that thought that. I was like, man, this is kind (laughs) of (laughs) dirty.
2: As uh, she says, her name is Sophie. Normally, they just call her the shark's tooth. Because Mm. she's got a wicked poisoned blade.
3: (laughs) (coughs) Mm. Yeah, well, she can bring a blade to a gunfight. That's all right.
2: And she just laughs at that and says, You and your big, big gun. You know... (laughs) If you have nothing else going on after
4: this... I'm going to step just, in front then, and I'm going to say one killer to another. If you were going to take them out, where would you start? I would
2: start with the young toughs over at the drinking hall. They should be getting into their cups right about now and probably easily picked off. I wouldn't want an army of toughs coming to see me after breaking into the front door of the shark scale sheds headquarters.
4: Do you think? I'll give her one gold and say, Have a good night. We were never here. Do, do you think I can watch you take them out? Have a good night. We were never here. And I'm just going to, I'm going to swole up and Gunny's going to like make a noise. Because she moved too close. <laughs>
2: I, I, I like she, how he's got you back. I
4: love she's some kind of incubus, and now...
3: she intimidate <laughs> you? The
2: best part is she was <laughs> yeah. doing that nice and hard 17 charisma with you there, Callis. She was going to take you out for a nice time.
3: Yeah.
1: She's going to come That's home missing a kidney. Man. You know,
3: after a little combat, I mean, you know. Oh. Got to blow yeah. off some steam powder <laughs> isn't aphrodisiac after all.
2: <laughs> okay, so she uh kind of kind of heads back to her little
3: fire
4: there and uh lets you guys head I on. I just there. turn around to Callis and I go focus, man. Focus.
3: <laughs> Don't, worry focus. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: So, of course, you, you know, you right. need
1: some lubrication for them all bones. <laughs> wow!
3: I don't think Kayla's is all that old. For...
1: No, I meant her.
4: Uh, <laughs> I got what you were saying. Oh, you I'm
2: know, sure there's the, there's the old superstition that a little elf something something helps make you feel young.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I I'm sure she's much more then uh, <laughs> what she lets on <laughs> all right, uh, so I guess next stop is the constable,
2: okay, so uh you guys now now of course you know there's people walking, it's not very crowded, but there's the occasional folks walking by, you know, so it's 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 a fairly well Public area, so you can you can blend in fairly easy, especially since you know your steam jack's not the only one that's walked back and forth here. So as you guys come walking up, you clearly see the shop labels itself as a uh, barter station, which you know you and you totally there's gonna somebody's gonna roll me a perception here and totally make the number so I can tell you what you see.
3: What is 21 passive cover? <laughs>
2: Gee, I think 21 never passive that one. totally covers that there happens to be a uh, shark <laughs> scale, little, little stuck on the, the placard, the, the, the board outside there, totally telling you that this place is under their protection.
4: Okay. Why aren't we charging for protection? New, uh, uh, new, because that's not your uh, stick. Not protection enough, racket.
3: We have to have enough people for that. So um no, it's funny it's like because a friendlier
1: relationship with our uh local constable.
3: Right. Um it's funny because my regular perception sucks. Like if I'm actively searching, it's only plus one. But my passive things my my Spidey's sense is amazing.
2: <laughs> but when you try to spot something, you can't see shit. No. These are important things. Okay, so are you guys going into the shop? Yeah, yeah. Okay, you go into the shop, the little bells ring. I'm assuming uh, Gunny is staying outside.
4: Uh oh, I guess so. I mean, you I'll don't want to bring back, a combustion
2: engine into a building. I mean, that's just rude.
0: Okay. Smoked so the room. Uh,
2: you guys go in. You see t- two lower-ranking watch members and a lieutenant watch member, and they all kind of like eyeball the door at once with the shopkeeper, as obviously the shopkeeper's got a bottle out on the counter, and they're all doing, you know, drinks. You totally get the idea that this is a very informal friendship that the the four of them have as they they give one one last toast to the watch and they all take their drinks and they they look at you guys and the barter shop guy kind of gives you guys the eyeball so who's gonna who's gonna break the silence that's actually not silent thanks to the doorbell. <laughs>
4: Uh,
3: uh, are we trying to scare yeah. him or sweet talk him? I figure buy him off.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, it's pretty much going to be a straight up bribe.
3: Yeah, so, you know, basically kind of repeat with them, to the watch.
2: And, and service. all three of them nod back to you, to the watch. As the uh, lieutenant gestures to the two like, guys. I hope to, they're not
1: watching.
2: To fall
1: back. <laughs> they're
3: and is there? So you said they had a bottle and some glasses and stuff. Uh huh. Well, and to we walk up some and more
4: money to buy some gra- alcohol and
3: grab a glass yeah. and pour a shot to cheers them again.
2: Okay, as the uh, barter shop guy kind of gives you a stink eye for picking up the glass and pulls another glass. I up still, the I counter. still his
4: shot and take it. <laughs> I still calluses. Wink at it. That's for the old lady.
2: <laughs> As you know, the shopkeeper pours more drinks out and they all go
3: to the watch. To the watch. How's your evening going, gentlemen?
2: And uh the lieutenant nods at the boys and they kinda of fall back and he steps forward and he's like, it's going pretty good. It's been a nice safe day and five fingers. No fires, no riots, no dealings with ne'er do wells. <laughs> and he turns oh, around and looks at the shopkeeper, and the shopkeeper laughs.
4: So what can uh, what can we do with you?
3: Well, we're just in the neighborhood to do a little talking with a friend, and you know, you guys such a do such a Great job here. I thought I would stop by and uh, donate to a good cause.
2: Donate to a good cause? <laughs> I know of only one great cause, and you yeah know all four all four of them start to give a chuckle to that. So what uh, what kind of donation are you talking to?
3: I'll slap twenty gold on the bar. Damn.
2: As immediately the uh, barter guy turns around to not watch what's going on in his shop and goes to, like, start fussing with things on the shelves and reorganizing things so he is not underfoot. And uh, the two guys eyeball that pile, and the lieutenant eyeballs you.
3: I'm like, I'm sure this should... Help to ensure that you have a nice, quiet, enjoyable night.
2: As he's he's totally doing an insight check on you to make sure to see what you, you know, make sure you're on the up and up here. And why would you be given such pretty pretty coin out for such an easy thing to do?
3: Wow, it's got many friends across the watch. And like I said, you know, I I want you to have a nice quiet night and not have to worry about anything that might be going on around the neighborhood. Man, you guys deserve a good time.
2: He just smiles and rubs his chin, and his eyes turn from you to that nice pile of coin. That really, really nice pile of coin that's, you know, more than a week's wage is easy. I'm including sure. the extracurricular wages. I'm sure. And uh, he he just looks at you, and uh, do me a favor. Give me a persuasion with a big damn advantage.
3: Yeah, uh, that's where we might call through here. Oh, no, never mind. I'm wrong. Ready? Yep. Uh, oh, I'm not that game. <laughs> I don't anybody. have to make a dice
2: pool. <laughs> it's not. I know. <laughs> Look damn. at that. As he he looks at you up and down, and he looks at your compatriots, and he realizes, you know, especially since you got a big damn rifle with a bunch of bullets, and outside we can hear the steam jack's boiler going, and. Uh, Bo's got a bunch of concoctions and freaking hand grenades on her.
3: Yeah, rattling and.
2: I, mean,
4: I am <laughs> livid that I'm the last on this list. I'm just throwing back shots because I'm
1: so no, mad. No, I manufacture my own felt so <sighs> that I can uh, uh, line individual <laughs> pockets for the. Uh...
2: Remember, you are carrying five grenades, yeah. as well as your, your vials.
3: So, yeah, so, you know, a little bit of bulky stuff.
2: As he gladly looks at the boys and nods, and you see each one of them take uh, take two gold, and he comes over and slides the rest into his big watch coat pocket, jingling the whole way. As uh, he pulls the bottle and uh, pulls out the cork with his teeth and spits it on the floor and takes a big, long swig, puts the bottle back down and fills the glasses back and says, I'll make you a deal. It's about eight bells, right? And he looks over at one of the mechanical clocks on the wall.
3: That's my reckoning.
2: If uh, you and your friends here would would like to uh, possibly check the wares in this here barter station, as he looks over at the shopkeeper who smiles. And maybe purchase something. At nine bells, my uh, two esteemed colleagues here, and the two guys giggle, uh, are off duty and getting onto the boat. So I'll join them for first round on me, boys. And they like, you know, ha 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 How's that sound? Just paid 20 gold. I'd kill him for free. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds so, uh, good. He he basically uh, says, you heard them, boys? We need to hurry up and do our night's duty while these great patron customers check out the shop. And uh, he proceeds to, uh, may I have my leave? And he bows his hat to uh, Theo and Mia. Basically, he's waiting for y'all to get out of the way so you can go out the door.
4: I know, I was taking a moment, making it awkward, and scooting over. <laughs> I'm still not happy with this situation.
3: It wasn't your money.
4: I know, but we shouldn't have to barter with the cops. They should be afraid of us, not dog it.
3: We're know. not in our neighborhood with the our cops
4: as you know immediately we're, we're, we're not you cute what are we called Kay- Kayazi Kay- Kay. the Kayazi or something
2: yeah
4: they should
2: know you two are mafiosos that's right yeah they they
3: pay at off at least my plan too. is very
4: very uh, very notorious and, and feared I, I guess yours is more kind of key feeling but that's okay.
3: sometimes you talk it's not everything shooty and bangy
4: uh, that's not what you were telling the old lady,
3: but okay. <laughs> well, that's yet to come. But... <laughs> okay. It's later right, in so the evening. Do you
4: buy something from the store, too? Is that what we were doing? Yes.
3: yes, one of you guys got to buy something.
1: Do they have is, any alchemical the regions?
2: Uh, they do not. It looks like th- this is really a bad pawn shop type of situation where you see... They like, have a pack of gum. Old things of you know, flour that you're sure full of weevils. There's, you know, some little kegs that you can tell have like leaked or been dropped. This is like the worst pawn shop ever.
3: Yeah, you gotta ask for
2: the special stock. Yeah, who owns it? Looks it looks immaculately dressed.
3: Yeah. You gotta ask for the special stuff. (laughs)
2: Um as the watch commander and group leave, he gladly turns around and plops something on the counter for you.
3: And I give him a nod and safe night to and you. I was going to try
4: to pickpocket him, but I guess I'm not. We're leaving. I mean, you can, att- you can
2: try to steal something. Uh, want to steal don't something.
3: Be stealing nope, shit. Nope. We're on good terms. Don't be screwing up what I did.
4: <laughs> All right. Again, I just think I am, so, and I take
3: the so, bottle of alcohol. What did he leave on the table or on the counter?
2: So he, he just put down an assortment of rag dolls, and he says, We have here some great local rag dolls made by some of the local Stitcher women. I, do, do you have a child? And he kind of looks at Theo and not the two of you. You totally feel that whole Elfin thing. You know, back <laughs> home, lass.
1: I'm not an elf.
2: No, that's why he's addressing you about
3: children. Yes, oh. not us.
1: <laughs> no, I'm uh with no kids at this point in time. I do have some nieces and nephews. Is this the cheapest item in the
2: uh, store? It, it looked these these these. Rag dolls look really cheap and, and haggard.
4: That one looks <laughs> like you will take it.
2: If if you'd like, you, since you have nieces and nephews, I'll give you all three for five silver. And you 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 can hide the disdain when he tells you five silver for these pieces of rag.
1: I'm like. The one is
2: sufficient. That will be two silver. For which one would you like? I think this one's got the prettiest button eyes. Um, this one's got one the prettiest
4: silver. soft hair.
2: Ooh, you're negotiating. That
4: makes
2: Give me a negotiation.
1: Persuasion. Persuasion.
3: Okay. And picking silver.
2: Hey, she's got components to buy.
4: I do I'm like really paying attention to his face. So I remember him
2: <laughs> as he he basically tells you that um uh, in fact, I think this one's one of my favorite. I think I would only let it go on its own for five silver. <laughs> so aren't your nieces and nephews worth five silver? No, they're not. Oh, how sad for those poor children that their aunt is so cheap. Oh.
4: Can I please kill this guy?
3: <laughs> what has he done?
4: He, he, first off, he was misogynistic and gaslighting to her, assuming that she had babies at home because she's a female human. Then he basically said she was cheap and horrible. Oh, after boy. she
2: tried to persuade him okay. very
4: horribly.
3: After Look, here's bribing. The gold. Here's, here's just the after gold. bribing for twenty fricking gold. I mean, you guys are nitpicking the, the, the Yeah,
4: the, I said the, more.
3: Looking to derail everything. Great.
1: Two silver. I'm gonna go outside, Gutty. You know. no. One silver. silver Fifty <laughs> copper. <laughs>
2: As he looks at Theo and he's like, I'm sorry, miss, uh, the price is the price. Hold it.
3: I give him five freaking silver.
1: Five silver.
3: Okay. Uh, I got it. I threw it out for you. Oh.
2: Yeah. he... He gladly says, I'll throw in a canvas sack for free as he goes over and picks up an old flower sack and puts the dolls in the sack and hands you the sack and takes the five silver. Pleasure doing business with you.
3: Indeed.
2: And then we. Can Good luck totally upon your shop. You hear the nine bells chime and the boat comes by and you hear the. A little paddle wheel boat. As you know the coast is clear.
4: I'm gonna kinda of pull Theo to the side and say, When we leave, can we burn that down?
2: Can you just lob
4: and it's a dairy at it? Yes. Yes? Okay. Well
3: Me your shot. You know what?
4: No, my character would be much well more. And we'll leave. You
1: know what? He got me.
2: Respect.
3: It's Costa doing business.
2: Okay, so you guys come on out of the shop. You see the watch boat chugging away off in the distance, the, the belching steam. Immediately, everyone with a passive perception of ten or higher, which I think is all of you, you totally notice, by the way, that uh, that Kati is, is, is down the street watching. Because <laughs> she rolled really crappy on her stealth and only got a nine.
1: Wouldn't it so just suck if she's actually the sister?
3: Gosh, you guys are so paranoid.
2: Callus, go ahead.
4: Lead, lead the way. Flex for your girlfriend over there.
2: I mean, her name is Informant Cha T. I mean, you got to see things to inform people.
4: We're going to go down and take on the lady at the tree, right? What? We're going to go take on the boss down at the tree. We're not going to do what the old lady told us. That's obviously a setup, right? Well, you
2: do clearly see outside the drinking hall there that there's, there's a bunch of the affiliated members that are openly sitting there, chit-chatting, talking, you know, they're they're drinking at the tables. They don't seem to have like weapons out. They have weapons, but uh, they're they're you know all their stuff is stowed. Like you know this table's got uh, three guys with clubs hanging off the chair. You know just to look all tough,
3: but they don't.
1: Uh, they it don't look probably that tough. not a bad idea to uh,
3: take out the army that'll hit us in the, the back uh, when we're fighting the big people. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So
2: there you are. Theo's got a flower sack yeah. full of three rag dolls. Me is talking need to, to Gunny.
3: Yeah, I don't need to get super close, but I'm assuming you guys need to get a little closer. You might wanna meander to whatever position you want to take up and then I can start with a shot
2: I mean I will totally throw it out there you have as someone has said multiple times someone with explosives and grenades and there are some groups right there that are just casual and talking
0: yeah
1: Um. now with uh. now that he can do grenades Um, and you have Really good, you know, the range and stuff. He's probably better at throwing than I am, too, isn't he?
2: Not particularly. Basically, you have this both have the same range. I'm assuming he's got a better dex, but
3: Um, uh, yeah, my attack's like plus eight.
2: And I will totally throw it out there since you know your characters might be you know criminals, but you guys aren't Chicago Mafia. Uh, there are six guys out on the table drinking with people walking by not like hassling anybody and you do have explosives
1: I was going to say because uh, would it be so now if we were to throw the uh, um, a chemical uh, like a, an explosive gr- grenade I'm only plus four you would be plus eight right uh, yeah hand him one of my explosive grenades for him to okay.
4: Um, are, are people considered creatures? Yes. Okay, do we want me to just throw a battering ram?
3: Or do you want to throw a, a, a grenade? Well, the grenade's going to hit multiples, so as an opener, that's probably, okay. you know, a decent thing to do. Um, what's the range on the grenades?
2: Um, if you just click on your grenade, it'll
4: pop up for everybody.
2: Oh, I think I hit some.
3: Twenty to sixty. Uh... Oops,
1: I, I didn't mean to actually.
3: You're fine.
2: No, no, that's that's perfect. But it's great. It, it gives okay. the it gives all the the information you needed right there. And remember, you don't have to pull pin and chuck grenade. You could always just walk by and tie your shoe and drop the roll the grenade under the table. You could always. Use a rag doll to conceal a grenade. <laughs> Think of how many delis in Chicago exploded because some mister left the briefcase inside the building. Yeah. And you guys are mafiosos. So I will totally throw some mafioso tips out there.
3: Yeah. Cause I mean, you guys walking by, it would not be all that big of a thing and then do whatever. Cause my thought is, You know if you guys are we get them from a couple fronts open with the grenade you guys are on the other side or one's central with their freaking colossus there to start bashing when the explosion starts but you know kind of get them from multiple sides and what's the damage base damage
2: what, for the grenade? Yeah. It is a 2D10.
3: 2D10, holy shit.
2: Yeah, it's, it's explosives and guns are pretty damn lethal.
4: Okay, so I guess give me a doll with a thing, and I'm going to pretend to be inebriated and saunter on through this wildness. Okay. Right, that's what we're doing. Or am I taking one or two? want one. one on each side, one, okay,
1: well, yeah, um, uh, if
4: you can draw both, then that would be good. I could probably try, I could do that
3: doing what, sorry,
4: I'm going gonna... to take two dolls and I'm going to act drunk and go down and leave uh hold on, maybe like one hereish Wait, I can't point for some reason.
3: Hold it. I can't. Explain. Oh, it's. Re- yeah. One, like
4: I'll kind of come down outskirts here ish. And then like here ish. and here Cause I can like act like I'm trying to cut through this way. And then I've got to puke. So I come over here and I act like I'm puking and then I just keep on going. Is that what you want me to do?
3: Yeah, well, you gotta make sure they're close enough. Where well, they're dropped, I mean...
4: Is it... How many feet away do I have to be? Basically, you need to
2: walk up and either put it under one of their chairs or the table. Thankfully, they are cuddled up nice and close to the table, so if you put it under one of their chairs, it'll hit all three at the table.
4: Okay. Is that what you want me to do?
3: I do. That.
4: Well... Let's get this party started. Okay.
1: It's not do throwing I... it so
4: much as just placing it. It would be deception, right? Yep. I need
2: a deception roll.
1: Wait a minute. Hold on. What's your deception?
2: It's only a one.
1: I'm plus three. Yeah.
3: What's your deception, uh, Callus? Um, my deception is plus four, but I'm probably not going to play it off well with a bunch of guys.
2: And when that rifle comes into eye, sh- eye shot, people would be like, "Hey,
4: yeah, I'll do it." Do you do you have a whole bunch of stuff strapped to your body? Do you look very conspicuous?
1: I'm an alchemist.
4: <laughs> I just Where's say, it? do you want do you want to strap your stuff to Gunny just so you can get through and he'll go with you or something? I don't know. Never mind. Go ahead. It's great.
1: No, I'm so impulsive. I follow my heart. I'm like chaotic. I'm like, you know, and anyways. Uh. Who's gonna be like, "Oh look, there's a one of those freaking crazy alchemists all liquored up as usual that are probably on her own concoctions right, you know, so uh okay, um let's do this, <laughs> let's this
3: so way. where are you gonna position so that you're ready for finishing them off
1: um Ooh. can I?" go around huh, what
3: well you're going to be wandering through she needs to either wander kind of to the other side kind of close or
1: well what i something. was thinking um is that uh i could uh sort of meander around come from this direction and go through here, put one there, drop one there, on
4: my way to here. What do you think? Okay. So I think he to make... wants us on, on each side of them.
2: So you're wanting to make a, a round trip U-turn and come all the way back?
0: Because remember, the, when more. you pull
2: the clockwork pin's grenade, it goes off in like 15 seconds. Enough time to skedaddle, but not probably enough time to to make a U turn and come all the way back.
1: Okay, this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna like. Uh.
3: I mean, it's gonna start. No, no,
1: I'm, I'm like, I'll walk over, like, do a get to over here, but like where they can't see me and then I'll start walking through and then I'm like whoa teetering and I drop a doll a teeter drop a doll but as I drop this doll I'm like oh god I'm gonna be sick
2: okay so you're saying you're gonna be walking past them letting the crowd come and then walk back because remember you guys are on this side you're over here
1: yeah I know but then I'm gonna like nonchalantly out of their sight get around the crowds go around to here so that then I end up back over here
2: okay so you're just so, you, so you're going to walk past them is what I'm asking or are you walking around okay. the building I'm walking
1: around the buildings
2: okay okay hold on there then so you guys have around made the- your plan and now Theo is walking around the building because if you're walking around the building, I might tell you more information. With Gunny. Well,
1: uh, why do I need Gunny? Gunny's going to be, you know.
2: So, okay. so Thea, I'll stealth around. Theo, okay. give me a stealth and start walking around the building because I might tell you more information walking around the building.
1: Please
4: don't die.
2: What is your passive perception, by the way?
1: Hold on, my character sheet disappeared. Gotta bring it back up again. Skype move. Why did my sheet disappear? Okay, hold on. It's reopening.
3: Do you have it? Uh lifted just, out?
1: Yeah, I have a, I, I prefer the pop out, but um so for some reason it disappeared. Okay. So,
2: um okay,
1: so stealth.
2: Yep, give me your stealth and show me which direction you're walking around the building. Cause like I said, okay. you may be you may reveal more things on the map if you're scoping the building out.
1: I'm going this way. Okay, well move your token. You got the
2: token for a reason. And roll your stealth. No. Uh-huh. As you are being super subtle, when you walk by, you do realize that there's three more of their guys right here eating at the back table. Where? Look at the map right next to you.
1: Oh, they're inside. So I can see them in the...
2: It's basically just covered seating. It's, it's There's no wall there. And okay. So it's like the back patio. So uh continue your route around the building. As you go covertly walking with your rag dolls. Okay, things are clear. Keep keep stealthing. There's a uh, health part glass. You cannot you can climb over that if you'd like, but most likely no. Okay. The big baking oven. Oh, look how far away she's going. You guys are getting nervous she's been gone so long. Okay, keep going. I was
3: thinking more direct, but...
2: (laughs) You could have spoke up. (laughs) It's too late. You've separated. Keep going, Theo, as you're sneaking in the back alleys.
3: You revealed more people. Yeah, you, you revealed
2: more people. And that's a great place to wrap it up there.
0: Thank you for listening to D&D Journey of the Fifth Edition, a member of the Creative Play and Podcast Network. Please follow us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash C-P-P-N to never miss a show or stream.
3: four.
4: (laughs) Okay, it saved my spells.
3: But I know it's not that I don't remember what it is. I think I'm on the eight.
2: I'm back by the way.
1: Welcome back.
3: Is our troll joining us?
2: That is a good question. I know I know Chris had some scheduling snafus, but he said he was going to be able to make it. Uh-oh. Did someone get disconnected, or was it me? What? Uh
1: disconnected No, I'm you're
2: still here back? okay i heard that skype boop boop you know like when you get it you know walk into a new lobby
3: oh uh-huh.
2: i had reservations
4: i have so many spells you guys i'm so excited yeah. <laughs>
3: How many can you prepare out of that, though? Uh,
4: A good chunk. I can't remember. (laughs) Give me a second. I could do four first level and two second level.
3: Well, that's what you can cast, but you should have. What you can prepares. More than that, usually. Um, I forget. I think the... I
4: can. Give me a minute. I can check.
3: Okay. I don't remember what the or hadn't looked at what the. Ratio is here or the figure on that, but it should tell you what you're. Prepared.
4: I know I can trade him for focus points. Your equal to your intelligence modifier plus your forecaster level.
2: And it's nice being level three.
3: Yeah. Just gotta double check here. Yeah, my hit dice on the sheet like seems to always revert to four.
4: Oh, I can prepare eight. But I can okay. only use six. Well, I mean
3: you can, unless I use the well, focus you,
4: points.
3: Can, right, you can prepare up eight of the spells you have and then you can cast those with however many times with whatever or mix it up however you want with the uh you know, four first and two second level slots. So
4: we don't really use the tech magic too much. I don't need to
3: conceal cortex. So well, that should be a, that. That one should be a ritual cast, right?
4: Mm-hmm. No, they they count as spell slots for me.
2: And let's uh, well, you you can cast it as a ritual instead of a quick spell. It can be done as a slow ritual uh, if you want to take yeah, and do that.
3: Yeah. If, if they, you look at it, if you look at spells that. On the spell list, if it has an R, it's a ritual spell, which means you can cast it as a ritual, but it takes ten minutes versus an insta cast. Now, Detect Magic, probably not needing that like right now in most cases, but so using it
2: kingdoms, do you know how obnoxious Detect Magic would be?
1: Why does Theo keep glowing?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Everything is magic. That is the plus what? side of a high magic fantasy setting.
1: forbidden,
3: Yeah. If you take magic, you go blind. <laughs>
2: When did this turn into a cyberpunk experience? Everything is neon. Okay. So uh, just let y'all I'm know I'm definitely
1: gonna prepare that. 5, alchemist. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. That
4: sounds legit. Okay. I'm yeah. I'm ready. Or as ready so as I'm gonna be. At third level, did
2: you guys pick your specializations? Yep, I'm a rogue alchemist. Extra sneaky sneaky steely steely. Now we have a second party member who's proficient in thieves tools.
3: Uh what am I? I, Can I- am... I put it on Belt here. Blast. <laughs>
2: as she shows off the new recipe she can make where she can turn glass into gas yeah. <laughs> I mean think how dangerous that stuff would be and in a laboratory full of vials
1: and I can go ahead and give some dark vision for a little while
2: oh yeah that's that's true you can finally give yourself dark vision for 3 minutes at a pop nice which is funny because you're the only one not not having dark vision in the group. <laughs> you know she's she's been going over there studying your guys' eyeballs to see how they work in the dark, and she's like, "Ah, I've made an unguent that can do that too. Not creepy,
4: the slightest love it.
2: Do me a favor. Cry into this vial for me <laughs> It's in the heart of research. <clears throat> Pardon me. Unacceptable. Keep, keep that cough away from me, mister. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How about that one? I mean, on the plus side, we do have Gunny as the tank for the group. But Boomhowler may be missed. As I totally jump into the... Uh, Battle mat, I had set up for the shark scale shivs clubhouse, and I start shrinking the numbers real quick.
3: <laughs> Let's see. That looks right. I'm just trying to. Oh, I leveled my guy.
2: Yep, I think everyone but Chris leveled up.
3: Oh yeah, there it is. So yeah, I was trying to figure out my proficiencies or what where I marked out what I went. So I'm uh I went commando.
2: So you're even more killie killie.
3: Well, like commandos could be nice guys. <laughs> this is true. They, they have a cuddly side. <laughs> hearts and
2: minds, man, hearts and minds.
3: yeah they're they're the tough fighty fighty you know i think basically kind of combo of close up and sneaky and uh shooting
2: because after all explosives and guns kill right. And
3: steam jacks uh, are great to hide behind. So yeah, masters are, so yeah. Masters are clandestine operation, sabotage, and targeted elimination behind enemy lines. Commandos are elite elite soldiers of a rare breed. <laughs> the best of the best. So don't forget that.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the toe ring that did it
3: <laughs>
4: um i don't I don't know, apparently, I didn't do that part of the homework assignment guys, so I
2: oh yours was super easy on your on your your level it was literally just you get more more things,
4: okay, that's what I thought, but I was like, I'm looking through here, and I don't see these options, so I, well,
2: you no, put yeah,
3: on not your character all.
2: sheet, if you scroll at the very bottom, on the bottom left-hand column, there is a new thing that you now have where you can spend your focus points to give Gunny bonuses to his attacks and stuff. I okay. do remember that. Okay, yeah. okay,
4: that's the thing I okay. kept trying to do before, and you were like, no, and I was
3: like, that's fair. Yeah, some yeah. Classes. You're now
4: third <laughs>
2: level, so you can now do that thing. Okay, Some
3: go classes go. get specializations at different points and stuff. Some you you sub specialize okay. at third level for a lot of them. Some it's earlier. Yeah. The so are we doing anything right
4: with the these back. essence feats at any point? Or do we decide no to that? I can't remember. I think we decided no, didn't we? Okay, perfect.
2: Then Wait, I will
4: take this remember. out of my binder.
2: Because I think everyone oh, yeah. wanted the racial bonuses. Okay. Works for me, then. I
4: don't have to decide
3: on that. Fantastic. Back of the book it goes. Yeah, it so sucks I don't have the freaking uh, strength to get the armor I want.
4: Oh, you say just another toe ring.
2: Just below the, the number?
3: I think I'm a couple below the number for the, uh, I forget what the armor is called now, but it's, it's a uh, special combat armor. And yeah, of course, you guys
2: are all healed up as well because you took that time.
3: Oh, let me look. Though so I am proficient in grenades now. Yay.
2: Hey, me too. <laughs>
3: I just need some now
2: <laughs> oh, oh alchemist, I will gladly buy you <laughs> grenade housings if you would fill them with delicious grenade options
3: right. Mm-hmm. sickening. So I now have combat awareness, which uh, I get a plus five bonus to my passive perception that was already, as I recall, ridiculous. (laughs) And then... I also get a plus five to initiative. I think it
2: is. Let me look. This is how you make sure you go first.
3: Yeah, plus five to my initiative and plus five uh, to passive uh, perception. something else already gave me like pluses to my perception so that was at 16. so that's pretty disgusting well let me change it
2: You have to go on to roll 20 and say, You will change this for me.
3: Right. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty sad. 21 passive perception. Can't be surprised by humanoids.
2: <laughs> it's like that utterly annoying barbarian trait. Yeah. Everybody ready? As I totally look and go, that can't be a fair fight, and I'm like, no, nope, no, nope. numbers say that's a fair fight. Hmm. Y'all are level three.
3: Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, you know, in the party, so it's all good.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love the arrogance. Oh, I don't
4: remember how you're stuck with. When you started off in the past, <laughs> yeah. I'm assuming That's... we have no plan. We're the no plan crew. We're just we're just going in. I did
2: notice that on Gunny Sheet, he doesn't have his weapon listed. Didn't didn't? Oh, are you we talking about the
4: battle mace or the arc node? Uh, the
2: uh, d- the didn't he have like a uh, gaff hook?
1: I thought he okay. did, because
3: he... Uh,
4: he did. I didn't put it on there.
3: Oh, my gosh.
1: Because didn't you get it from when we took over that ship? Uh-huh. And I had it on it last
4: time, and we didn't even use it. So... I mean, maybe walking was... around
2: town, you don't want the giant gaff hook. I mean, you just want to use his fist. But that's, that's totally a thing. I mean, I did load his I did load
4: his battle maze. I didn't I didn't
2: load the other thing. Yep, yep, his battle mace is on there. So if he's walking around with his meat with his meat tenderizer.
0: Um I'm just trying to find it.
4: I just totally spaced. What was it called again? Yeah, it was basically a harpoon. Oh.
1: A harpoon with a uh, hook on the back end.
4: Uh-huh Okay, so one d eight. Okay, I can do that. It, it's it's
2: been been a while since we gamed. I just want to make sure. I promise
4: I bitch. went through and did a whole bunch of stuff, and I don't think I saved it because I I was doing like I'm sly at work, and I think I just exited out and like a lot of stuff disappeared.
2: Well, be careful being sly at work. Uh, that's not 1d8 plus
4: 3, Alexa. That's a good try, though.
2: It's funny, because I have a character sheet up, so I'm watching you do that. <laughs> I can control, okay. I think you Okay, so we all ready? I guess so. Since you guys are taking on your rivals by going to their side of town, all gutsy and shit, I like it.